Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Chris. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Energy. Good evening, Christopher. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Are you keeping yeah. well? Yeah. Are you? Really nice. Yeah. <laughs> really nice. <laughs> What's that? You're keeping well? Yeah, really Did nice. Did you say I'm looking good? Yeah, you're looking good. You That's are. That's because I've got the, the merchandise, the memorabilia. The new... Oh, the new... Under, and under the cost pullover. Yeah. Under the cost hoodies. Soon to be available. On the website, are they are they warm? Are they still? It will be. It's it's a one size fits all. One size fits all. In terms of you know what I mean. It doesn't matter what your your body shape is. If you get but they medium, are size. If you get a, yeah, no, they are size. <laughs> no, just one size. <laughs> yeah, we've got the standard small, medium, XL, large. Right. But but it doesn't matter about your body shape. Right. If okay. you're a, a, a pint loving, pie loving football fan, yeah, these are for you. I, I tell you what, I tell you, the best way I can describe it is I've got an XL on and it fits perfect. I wish I'd said that first. That, that's what I was leaning towards, but I didn't want to offend you. <laughs> you couldn't offend me. Well, for anybody. <laughs> even the they'll man even, sat to the, next, to the left of us. They'll even, fat, they'll even fit us fat fuckers. It was last week. Paddy. We need to talk about Paddy. Oh, sure. Christ, yes. I'm sure everybody enjoyed Paddy. Unbelievable. I, I certainly did. Can't believe how many. Uh, it's just gone nuts on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, everybody seemed to enjoy it. I mean, like we said before, him getting, I think a lot of Sheffield United fans were interested in how we left, didn't know how we left. Well, yeah. I think pe- people have tuned in to find out what happened when he left and then absolutely pissed themselves at the Warnock stuff in between. Yeah, and then realised that it weren't actually Paddy's fault that he yeah. did leave. and He's actually sound as fuck. Yeah. The book's out. The book's out. Yeah. So the books you... are off. De- I, I definitely recommend. Yeah. It. Yeah. Have you read it? Cover to cover. Have you? Lying bastard. You can yeah, just tell it's, it's going to be good a, though, can't yeah. you? you know he, I mean? Even when he turned up, because we, we were doing something before it, so he, he's turned up actually half early, and he's just turned up and big smile, three-quarter lengths, skin-tight <laughs> T-shirt. <laughs> Did he have three-quarter lengths? He had shorts, shorts on. Yeah. There were shorts. shorts. Denim shorts. And he, he just wanted over the crack. Yeah. Three-quarter lengths. Seven-eighths. Three-quarter lengths, Kappa Poppers. <laughs> Reebok uh, Classics. You watch your new jumper on that uh, Gallic. I know. Over here. I know. I'm, I'm, this is for the um, Patreon prize draw at the end of the month. <laughs> Chris <laughs> Brown won under God jumper. <laughs> I hope everybody enjoyed the Neil Ruddock Patreon. There, yeah, there might yeah. have been a bit of confusion there for some people because obviously... Because Razor does say, oh, I'm saving the saving the best stories for episode two. For next week. For next week. Well, next week didn't happen. Did yeah. <laughs> we, I think it was an alcohol 
Induced. Induced. Early exit. No, uh, no show, yeah. An alcohol induced no show. To be fair though, really we would we'd have been struggling, wouldn't we? Yeah. We had a good few wets, haven't we? After it got a good few. A yeah, good we few had years. a good few and Yeah. I'd driven to Doncaster from Bolton. Well, to be fair, you do have a lot of you've had a lot of home games recently, <laughs> haven't you? You know what I mean? This Monday night show, it's oh, an well, home game for you. Well, that makes it all right then, doesn't it? An for an hour, for hour and a half, I drove. I did a U-turn at roundabout and come back home again. He's drove twenty-five minutes in three years. I know, yeah, and he's pissing, yeah. he's raging, unbelievable. But Matt, he actually turned up at the hotel, and as he's pulled into the the one-way system, he's just saw he's just saw an SUV with Neil Ruddock with sunglasses and a briefcase. Exit in the building. <laughs> he, had a, he had a briefcase, didn't he? he said, oh, briefcase. I think, I think he said, all funds that have been raised have disappeared. Adios, you cunt. Adios. <laughs> Adios, I'm off. Yeah. We're, 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 we can game on again, can't we? We'll game on yeah. in the future. Okay, but it was a good episode. He, he did make us laugh. Yeah, funny yeah. guy. Funny guy. And Ian Dowie this week. Ian Dowie. Well, you're going to listen to him in a little bit. Yeah. Another Premier League legend. Yeah. First yeah. time I've ever met him. Same. I'd look. I'd, I'd like to go for a pint with him. Yeah, when he let his hair down. We've not met him yet. He's bold. (laughs) 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 We've not met him yet, so you'd like to go for a pint with him. You know what I mean. I know, yeah. Yeah, I think, obviously, we're recording this intro after we've recorded him, and I reckon he'd be fantastic company on a night out. Yeah, and I'm a big banana bread enthusiast, so I think we'll have a lot in common. He's talking about banana bread, doesn't he? Hey. Make sure I ask him about it. <laughs> well, well done. I put it on your notes. Don't worry. Don't bring the banana bread up, but uh... but yeah, I remember when he first got the Palace job and he got them promoted after being third, fourth bottom. Yeah. So massive turnaround there. As a young lad coming through, he's yeah, he's top boy. As a young lad coming through at Sunderland, <laughs> yeah. the guy who got Crystal Palace as promoted, yeah. top boy. Because they beat us in the semi-final. All oh, right. They right. beat Sunderland in the semi-final to then get to the final get, and go yeah. up. From being bottom of the league. So you, so you should not like him then, shouldn't you, really? No, but... You, you, you can respect what he's done. Yeah, you? massively. Yeah, I know mm. what you mean. Massively. I'm looking forward to and it. And it was, at the time, there was a big thing about him doing these traditional warm-ups on the pitch, foam roller and, and swimming and all that. There's some swimming on the pitch? No, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking advantage of you yeah. having a few I've parts had, here, aren't I? I'm sure you did it to me when uh, when I've been a bit slurry, but I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, you were quite revolutionary, mm. I think the word you're looking for. Should we get in here then? Yeah, mm. Mr. Dowie. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for coming on, mate. Yeah. Pleasure. Pleasure. Very much appreciate it. Scorer of goals, manager of men, the builder of bombs, and the surveyor of houses. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you like that? Yeah. Yeah. Builder build of bombs. It was a test of missiles, really. It was it? Oh. Sorry. Yeah. So, so just on that, I played at Luton, would you believe, and my mum my and dad were... Protestants from, from Belfast, not particularly church going, but I, I scored the late winner against Coventry, and in the Daily Star was the headline, 
Dowie whips out his weapon to post in last calf's winner. <laughs> so, <laughs> see, so, so, yeah, I used to be a weapons, enge- weapons testing engineer. That's what it was. Um, the surveying thing I've, was, was I, I worked at GoTo for a period. So, yeah, diverse. Diverse indeed. Diverse, yeah. To be fair, mm. there could have been another one because just before we came on, someone messages about your jazz funk dancing. Yeah. I do, do like a bit of... Yeah. I grew up in... My brother's four years older than me and, he, you know, we were blessed with a fantastic mum and dad are no longer here from Belfast. Really good with him. And my brother was four, very protective. I played centre-half. He was non-league. He was, a, he was a brutal league at the time and he, and he not looked after me because I didn't need much looking after but he was a, a tough lad and so me and him, I used to often sort of tag along but in the end, I, I got into that and... Yeah, I've seen I've seen Light of the World, Lonnie Liston Smith. You know, I've been at you know Neb- Nebworth and Caster and all them things. So yeah, do I love? That's my favourite type of music. And do I like to dance? Unfortunately, probably. <laughs> probably <laughs> I'm, I've been shaped. No, no, I, I, I like to. If I'm going, I'm not going to not go. And if I go to a club, I'd give it a bust. Yeah, 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 you've got to get yeah, involved, don't yeah. you? What what so music was it? Jazz funk. Jazz funk. Yeah. Jazz so what's yeah, that then? Well, yeah. If you think. You know, Robbie Vincent, the DJ, probably before your time, actually. Um, but it's, it's soul, but with a... And it's upbeat soul, really. Craig Charles? Yeah, bangs yeah I mean, I, I, was, I had GQ, Lonely Lisa Smith, Light of the World. GQ would be my, one of my favourite bands. To put a bit on, up way on, get on the, on the playlist. What yeah, so <laughs> Rock Freak's the song you want to get. But, but you know... Can so you, my, my, can my, you give my, us a dance my, my two sons now rip me about it, but, you know, that, they, they seem to think that... They're the best dancer in the family. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> and probably my wife holds that title. But anyway, so that's what it is. Dairy, dairy family wedding. Yeah, well, yeah. Because you were like 23 when you, when, you, when you made your professional debut. Yeah, it's a good so point, we, actually. It, I, so I signed, I, I, I was at Southampton as a youngster and they released me for being too small. In fact, and I was probably too small at that time, 16 years old. And so my dad said to him, you know, they'll regret that, we, you know, and... You took a bit of a different route, though, didn't you? Like, yeah. most of the lads that we've had who've, who've come into it later are working on the building site or yeah. working in a factory, and you're a mechanical engineer. Yeah, so actually, I, I, I did my initial degree in aeronautical engineering, and I did a master's in mechanical. But the extra... So I then worked for British Aerospace, because in Hatfield, I had... They give... So we had a grant at the time, it's 750 a term. They gave you 750 a term to be... To be linked with British Aerospace. So I went as a testing engineer for on missiles, so Alarm, air-launched anti-radar missile, ASRAM, advanced short-range air-to-air missile, AMRAM, advanced medium-range air-to-air missile. So I worked on all them, testing if they worked on a wing of an aircraft. So <laughs> I'll be honest, that went straight <laughs> over my, <laughs> yeah. went straight well, my wings but, and all. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I did. And, you know, and in the end, it's, it's fine. So I signed for Luton for... Five hundred pounds less than I was on uh, British Aerospace. Tough decision. No, because I just wanted, I always wanted to play, and you know, it was same, same for same. I was gonna, you know, the money. If it, if it offered me five grand less, I would have still done it. But, yeah. but you know, at the time, it was, you know, it turned out to be the right decision. In, in but I, I love playing. I wanted to see if I had enough to to make a way in it. And you know, it, it, I was blessed with the club I was at. Some magnificently big characters who taught you the ropes, probably taught you how to drink more than you should have. But, you know, amazing people who, who were very formative in my career. You know, as much as my dad and my brother are very much the heart of it, they were, Luton was a 
magnificent breeding ground, like Ashley Grant. When I walked in Ashley Grant, I was introduced to Ian Dowie, new signing, and he said, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and, and to be fair, because I was 23, I could come back and say, well, pleased to meet you too and have a bit. But it was only a joke. He wanted to see you if you had any medal. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, but nonetheless, it was still a test. You had to go, I mean, listen, was I actually shitting myself walking in that dressing room at Luton? Absolutely. And I'd played, I was, you know, I was doing really well non-league when you walk into that dressing room. And don't forget, that were at the top flight of... Yeah, I was going to say that. So they were, that, they, they were in the, I mean, Luton in top division at that yeah. time was unheard of. But they, we stayed all the time we were there and they had done a brilliant job. And luckily, Ray Harford, you know, was good with me. God bless him that he's no longer here, but he was the one who signed me, so I would be forever grateful for him. But you walk in that dressing room, I was absolutely like so nervous. I couldn't, you couldn't have, I, if you'd asked me to say something, if you asked me to sing or something, I would have been <laughs> hopeless. I was very, very nervous, you know, no doubt. So, was, no singing initiation then? No, afterwards, but in the initial yeah. walk in, all I got was hammered for my suit. And I was, you did know, you turn like, up in a whistle, did you? You had to, well, I, I had oh. to, yeah. I mean, yeah, you had to then. I've never <laughs> had to turn up in a suit, uh, never had to. Actually, to dance, though, it would have been a different story. I bet, you, I bet you've had a few yeah. sponsors, those suits, surely. Have I? Fuck. No. <laughs> really? <laughs> nobody give me nobody, too much material. I think you I've got to say, you're looking at pl- about playing weights now. <laughs> 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 what was, uh, was Mick Harford as tough as what he looks? Was Mick Harford as tough as he looks? Yeah, yeah. He looks... I mean... Hard as nails. He, he is hard as nails, but he's, he was just... He was, yeah, he was incredibly tough. He, had a, he used to do it, had a thing called the bat. He had this big, long leather coat. And about 12, 3 o'clock in the morning at night, he said, time for the bat. And that we'd order a tray of drinks and the geese would come to deliver at the table and he'd rugby tackle him with the bat. And he'd drop all the drinks. It was just called the bat. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know what? And no one had said, no, don't do that, Mick. Just, no. <laughs> Everyone just let him. So, you know, it's, oh, fucking hell, he's going to do the bat again. He's, he's brilliant. And you know what's interesting? We used, we used to go, all the lads, before the, we on, on Friday... We used to go to a little snook hall and have, we'd have, sometimes have a, a bite to eat in the canteen and then we'd go to the snook club where the lads play snook till about three in the afternoon and then go home. That's what, and and Fozzie, dad, owned a snook hall, so he was brilliant at snooker. So it, it was just a, a totally different way, even to coming in my first dressing room at heart, uh, before the game, there's a bottle of whiskey in the middle with six glasses around it. And you have a shot before you... Before the game? Yeah. Uh, doesn't like anything, I suppose. Like a Warm the cockles. Yeah. Well, maybe. I, I mean, I didn't do it. I, I, I didn't smell insult. I yeah. didn't want to do it. It's just, you know, it wasn't... I, mean, I, was, that's what, I think that was a difference. If I'd have been 18, I'd have gone, yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but I you just said, I'd know it. The peer pressure weren't there. No, that, no. Really. I, I, you know, but they were, they, were, they were fantastic times. We had Christmas parties where Fozzie looked after me and carried me home many a time. It, it was... You know, they were, they were proper men. You know, they were... It wasn't a particularly young squad... The test was, we played uh, in the Simod Cup, I think, away at Crystal Palace, my second game, I was sub, and then went, I, played, I played in the game at Palace. I scored in the opening minutes, we got beat 4-1. When I come off, Fozzie, taking off his boots, and says to me, keep your boots in that bag, you'll be going straight back to non-league. Well, I'm thinking, <laughs> anyway. confident. And you scored, no, scored no, the goal. Yeah, well, anyway, listen, when I look about it, I, I remember him saying it to me. I don't... You know, I suppose at the Simard Cup at the time, it wasn't, you know, and Luton's all about staying in the top flight. That's that been that like was, the yeah. Cook, cook, yeah, it was a character, yeah, yeah, whatever it was. Anyway, I remember him saying it to me. Anyway, so I'm, I don't know why, I think I was, because down south, I, I went home with my dad in the car and he just sort of chatted to me and he was, he said, what's the matter? I said, nothing. I said, he said, I, I said, I just can't wait for Thursday. It was Tuesday. He said, can't wait for Thursday. He said, what do you mean? 
He said, I'm going to, I said, I've got to smash for you. I've got to, got to smash you. He said, well, what, why? He said, well, I just, it's just, well, I've, got, I've, got, I've got, you know, if I get a chance, I've just got to put, put a bit on him. Because, you know. And so the, we played waiting the game, the ball rolled out to him. Anyway, he's played the ball, got to play the ball down. I've just forgotten about him. Weighed it, smashed him across the chest, didn't it? Yeah, the fellow, he got up and smiled. And he just looked at me and went, you might have a chance, son. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, you know, just, he looked at me, I think, and you know, and, and it, from that moment, from all the, from that time on, that was around the second week. He was sensational with me, you know, in terms of helping me, saying, you know, when, I, when he said to me, I play against him in training. He said, he said, you're making it too easy for me. You're too far away. You know, he was, he was, yeah. he was, he was so good. So the education uh, on, yeah, the, on real, the field as well. One of the best captain. We had, you know, we had great players. Ricky yeah. Hill. Top top draw technical player, and a, you know you know, and a star you know a star in any nightclub. Everything good, all that slick back Afro hell all with the oil in it. He looked a million dollars. Everyone <laughs> everyone wanted his suits and everything. Ricky was a, you know he was a playboy of the team. <laughs> and it was it was it was just a brilliant dressing room, good vibe. And Ray Harford, what was very good about Ray let Fozzie run the dressing room. He let him run it. Yeah, didn't want it. You know a lot of people don't didn't because that was the time. He let Ray, he let him Fozzie run it, and it, he run it, it was run brilliantly. Did you hit the ground running then at Lewin? We scored. No, no, no. So I played similar cup, boom, came on, on Thursday. I was out on loan to Fulham, which was really good for me. I got about six goals in 20 something games, but we, we had a really good run. We had a good beating in 18 games. Went there. Again, a lot of big characters. Um, and, and, you know, just a good Ray Lewington was there. It was, it was a really good school for me, you know, league, what, what, third division at the time. Or second division, as it would, you know, League Two, uh, League One now. So it was good. I loved it. it was, I played football every day. Got sent off at Chester. Got hit in the side with a fifty p coin after. You know, you got, I, went, I went through on goal. The ball bounced. Went to flick the ball over the keeper. Keeper sort of punched it, and I've caught him flush in the face with my boot. And it, it looks terrible, but I don't mean to do it. And as I walked off, you know, I've been sent off. As, as I walked off, someone's thrown a coin, and it's hit me in the side of the <laughs> temple. And it was one of the most painful things but at that day you didn't want to show it I just went like that I got into tour, I was all like oh would I cry <laughs> it was that sore I had this little gap didn't cut me but it was just a mark and it was sort of a little bit of, little bit of blood but yeah it, it was just a really good again quite you know a lot of experience in the team and uh, a lot of know-how and knowledge and help, it helped me so yeah I went from then when I came back I, I then got straight into the Luton team which was great and scored against uh, I think it was Derby, or was it, yeah, Derby against Peter Sean. So, so you know, it was, it was good. It was it was good grounding for me. Talk about that. Um, obviously, drinking culture of yeah. that decade. Did you ever get sucked into it? I was right in the middle of it. No, 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 never. Listen, I tell my first Christmas party, and this is true. My my wife doesn't even know. So <laughs> we we get in there, and why? So I was called Downer at Luton, and, and because of this, we went to the party at. At um, Billy's Wine Bar in Harpenden, we're at Luton, so in there. And we're in there, and Foz, I'm, I was standing with Fozzie, and you know, Fozzie was captain, and he's, he's come, caught me, you know, he's sucked me in, he's come, come on, come on, big man. I'm, so I'm, I'm thinking, I'm with Fozzie, I'm like, I'm, you know, you joined the crew, anyway, we're drinking, back to Z. So, we, we, you know, he, I'm drinking with him, and he's a, he's a man with hollow legs, he can just, seasoned drinker. Compared, compared to me, he's, he, you know, and don't forget, I'm 23, but I'm not, you know, he can smash it away. So we go in and we have a meal and all the jokes and the blah, blah, blah. And you get this wrong. Oh, you've got this drink. They were drinking these, just these shots. But there were six white spirits and a little bit of orange on the top. 
and, but, and, I, and I've had a load of them. But by, by the end, they've dragged me, I've lost my shoes and everything. You know, they've, <laughs> they've, they've got me back to my brother's, who's in, in Harbin, and he's looked after me. But, you know, so I was called down now because I used to down, because I downed these shots. You know, and that's, that's why they called me it. So, um, <laughs> in, in that sense, yes, was, I was right in it. And I would never, Southampton, big drinking culture. Harry, I think, to be fair to Harry, I got the sense from, for Harry Redknapp was at West Ham. He, he was very frustrated with it. I understood that. I understood it because it was it was just probably beyond the edge of where it should have been starting to get you know not yeah. and, and not that was rip, that was my I was right at the heart it wasn't me saying oh don't do this lads we were all in it so you know what I mean we had Johnny Hartson we had John Moncur Ian Bishop Trevor Morley just great lads you know Julian Dix good lads and with difficult control quite wild you know but you know but training was ferocious wherever I've been it's never stopped you know that ability to did it affect you? Of course, it, looking back now as a yeah. manager or anything, it's stupid, yeah. incredibly stupid. But different at the time, different time, different. Insights. It didn't ever think it affected us training because we trained because you train your nuts off, drunk as much water, you yeah. felt like a million dollars afterwards. Yeah. You thought you could do it again. <laughs> but I'm sa- I've mean? said this before, but everybody's doing the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every club, everybody's yeah. doing the same. So yeah. So it was. It was. You know. I, I think when I look back, when Harry was talking, he, he, he was. a sort of the first one to shake that I think about it, trying to shake it out of us and he was right to it in lots of ways now of course you know the mobile phone dismisses that but I do think you know it, it, venues now where you can go and let your hair down or you know and you've got to take over venues really if you're if you're a Premier League yeah, club yeah. aren't you because and, and but, that, that's, but even at that even at that I'd be amazed you know I mean, you've seen some of the recent scandals that have gone on people you can never I don't think I'd like to be in that do you know what I mean you know if you have a no. party no, I agree. Christmas party and it's all the lads just in a room. Yeah. Shite, innit? Yeah, I agree. I, want, I know what you mean. No, no, you, yeah, you I do. I do. I think I'll agree with you. I don't think I'd enjoy that. But you can't. I mean, you I, can, I know you, yeah. But fuck that. Again, uh, Andy Lonigan said about Liverpool's Christmas party. They had to get a bus underneath in a private tunnel to get into this nightclub in a, in a private room where it was just the players. And they used to go to the Continental, you know, when it, in, in peak of our pals. We saw, I used to go to Luton. Liverpool and Luton, you get beat five. I mean, they were they, they, had the, they had a tango ball. I used to chase that around. I think I, I, I think I might, might hold the record. I played there ninety minutes. I think I touched the ball three times, and two of them were miscontrolled. <laughs> 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 and and that, swear to God, swear to God, and, by, and we got battered. But, but, but Liverpool was, they used to have the Conti. They took over the Continental nightclub in Liverpool and had it as their own. So they were as I mean, pff, some of the stories at Liverpool were beyond because I, I knew some people there beyond belief. Even you know, so they were doing the same. Yeah, it's yeah, just. Exactly. I mean, and it's, I agree with Parky. Football is made up of so many different strands of people, and that a lot of them are, are working class based. Let's be honest, still, and they should be able to allow themselves to enjoy it. You got you got to enjoy it. But if you, you don't enjoy winning yeah. games, what you're in playing football for? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just enjoying it in the public eye. You can't. I mean, Premier League footballers must be finding lockdown the easiest because they've been living it majority of the career. Exactly, and, and obviously the, the rewards, money-wise, are, are gastronomical, but doesn't change. They're not better than getting a booze on a Tuesday afternoon and then going to a nightclub on a Tuesday night and just yeah. messing. No. Like, just being normal lads. They mustn't do it because there's never really any stories anymore. No, about no, no. To be fair, listen, Tuesday, the Tuesday club, because. I mean, even, even Jerry Francis at, at QBR, who used to thrash us with running. I mean, and I was, I was sort of a coach at the time. So I was assistant manager 
and and, and, and Jerry came in, and he kept me on sort of as, 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 and, and played in the reserves. But he used to have these running things in fours, and there was always 11, 15, or 19. And he said, oh, Ian, join in. So I, was, I used to join him as <laughs> running. Anyway, and the lad, all the lads, he, he did it for one reason. It, it, not a, didn't everyone look at him sort of, but it was that hard. I remember Richard Langley, the sec, fourth day Jerry did it, fourth time Jerry did it. Richard Langley was a good young midfield player. He did these box-to-box 12 runs, but they were mixed up very hard. And Richard Langley was puking his guts up on the 11th, and he dragged him to the 12th. That's not, Jerry's not un, un caring, it, but it, it was just that mentality. And the lads went away, and everyone talked bad about Jerry for 20 minutes, but actually they knew he was a great coach, yeah. so they yeah. liked him. And also they knew he was straight with him. And they all went and went. They went to the boozer on a on a on a Tuesday afternoon. And got a bit of camaraderie, yeah. and that's what we did. And it, it, and and so he was my mate. I've been in the pub with till you know. I've looked at he's 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 maybe I, I I had a bit too much drink. He looked after me, or he had a bit too much. I looked after him. The same goes on the pitch. Yeah, that's right. I think it's, so. I, it's I think true. it's uh, even in and that's why I think training must be difficult now because I think it's less ferocious training. I mean, you know, but it's it, probably quicker. Yeah, but not as. Physical, is it? Yeah, not you physical, know, yeah. You were West Ham fan, growing yeah. up as a lad. Yeah. That must have been amazing then when they when you heard they were in for you. Yeah. Uh, well Billy Bonds was a manager, he was a hero of mine, and so my dad used to take me. And many times I stand outside the North Bank on a Spurs game on a boxing day generally and couldn't get in. And so I signed, it all went well, we got promoted. So I'd done all right. Um after a nightmare start, because I signed. And I had I had third degree burns, um, so my home. Di- so I played my first game as Oldham away. I got third degree burns on the plastic pitch, and I had Vulcan shorts on. Imagine me in Vulcan shorts. <laughs> so I had Vulcan <laughs> shorts on burns. to protect me. Anyway, I'm having a stinker. My dad is looking at me, going, "What's that?" And by the way, I'm just you know I've had antibiotics. I'm having an absolute torrid. Anyway, Tim Breaker flips a ball in. I go like that. I hit it, and with with, with two all, boom, I hit it. It hits my shoulder, spins up, goes in the top corner. I'm we're in the game three two now, mate. Here I've got by say, oh, they were almost on the verge of booing me off the place. <laughs> West Ham, non West Ham fan, it was going to come, and so, so it's gone okay. So he calls me, so I'm, I'm, I said, listen, Billy, I don't want to go. I'm West Ham fan. He said, well, you know, he said, won't play again for for, for, for West Ham. So you know, so I'm treating my misses and blah blah blah. So you end up going, and then that season. West Ham have struggled because they had no money, and we, you know, we were doing, a, we were in the struggles. We always worked at Southampton, and I scored the winner at the Dell that put West Ham down. And the first per- person to come to me was Billy Bond to say, "Billy, you're brilliant today. Well done." I had to sell you because we hadn't, we had no money. We had to generate money, and I can understand it now as a manager. You know, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't look, I look back and I don't think I'm, he's still a hero of mine, Billy. But the, his straightness with me at the time, he couldn't be straight. At the t- afterwards, he was straight with me, and that's yeah. But that meant an awful lot for me. That when did you, you, that mean you know, for that season, then were you a little bit bitter towards West Ham? Yeah, you're like fuck them. Yeah, yeah. Well, which is difficult because you know, yeah, I was. Well, you you talk, Ham. you spoke about this, didn't you? About mm. leaving Sunderland, about yeah. supporting a club, and but then being bitter towards them because of the situation. Yeah, I, I internal. Think, I think. I think if you if you're not, you're not telling the truth. I used to love scoring against fans with me. Love yeah. it because all I've, I'd had shit all week from the lads. And then I, I mean, I, I but your mates, yeah. Well, you feel you'll be shit. Non-football you, mates, yeah. Like you'll be shit Saturday. I think I scored, <laughs> it, scored it from the cop at Barnes. I think I've one pass to get the old fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you where they were sitting. Fuck oh, off. 
I used to love it. <laughs> and they'd love that, but yeah, really yeah. deep down, it, they had a respect at the time, no one would. I mean, listen, that's the other thing at West Ham. West Ham, to play at West Ham at the time, it, I mean, the chicken run was properly, blisteringly, and let me be blunt, this is a true story. So we, we were having a bad run. All of us were having a bad run. We had, I think we had Man United at home. Anyway, Bish popped a ball to me, right? And it's cut, come up to me and I, I've, I've touched it. As I've gone to do that, I've sort of gone to take it that way. I've, it's hit my shin and gone back and fired. But I've gone to play it around the court. It's hit my shin and fired back at, at, at Bish. So it's my miscontrol. And, and, he, and he just takes a heavy touch anyway. I think scolds it onto him, nicks it out and he fires it into midfield. Um, where, where um, I think it's Beckham opens up, slides it through the middle. I think it's Van Nistelrooy comes through, boom, chips the boy in the goal. Anyway, in front, of, we're having a bad time anyway. <laughs> anyway, you can hear this, boom. <laughs> anyway, I'm walking back and you can hear this, Bishop, Bishop. This is God's honest truth. Bishop, look at me, you wanker. Bishop, look at me. And by the way, Bishop's one of the most technical, gifted players you've ever seen. He's a brilliant lad and great lad. Bishop, look at me, you wanker. We're walking back, no one's looking. Anyway, Bishop, Bishop, you wanker, look at me. And he's glanced, we all glanced up, and there's a woman standing there. You wanker. <laughs> <laughs> swear, swear to God. Swear to God. Swear to God. In the chicken run, it was priceless. It was priceless. It was priceless. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, and Your a fault. voice. A, a voice. And by the way, my mum's never gone again. So, uh, <laughs> no, but you know, that, and that, not being run, and that's not to blame the lady. You know, at the time, I mean, it was a ferocious. I had Millwall, was probably the best one I've had. So, I was playing for Southampton. Ball got flipped over the top. Millwall hated me anyway because I played at West Ham. I was, I was, so unlike me, bent running behind the back from sort of heading for him going. Michael Jilt played it right back. He's come past me like a steam train. And he's just cleared it out of touch. Anyway, I've gone, I've run over to get the ball. And this Millwall lad said, Oi, Dowie. So I looked up, he went, Have you got a fucking grand piano on your back? <laughs> I mean, and I've got to say, it's one of the funniest lines I've ever because I was I was you know, I was starting to get a bit old and by got the second time I was there trying to make a run, this kid's come past me like a flag. And you just come back with a grand piano on your back, you know, it's that sort of gallows humour that you you have in <laughs> Any John Moncur stories? Too many. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny was just, uh, uh, just so, Johnny liked to get naked. <laughs> <laughs> I um, like him already. <laughs> but, but John was just a, a brandy and coke man. Um, Would he get naked while you were out? Uh, uh, listen, I do remember once we were out, I think, on a trip. I think, yeah, that's we And then... We had this, we played, I think, I think we were in Holland anyway. I can't remember where we were anyway. We, there was, we had this, we played this game. We had a dinner inside. It was lashing down the rain. We were all there, all the lads were there. And our team there, and I think, I can't remember whatever team, the Dutch team there were with me on the dignitaries at the other end. And, and Johnny, and I could see Johnny had a few brandy and diets as you could at the time. He came out, and anyway, I could see Michelle, just see him disappear. All of a sudden, I was like, yeah, I look, we look, we look out, and it's lashing down the rain. And he goes like that, jumps on the end of the table, and he comes, on the wet, anyway, he comes, and everyone's plates, falls, he squashes the whole lot. He goes right to the end, just about stops about that far from the end, and everyone's dinner's everywhere. And he gets up and sits back down at his table like that, and he's got, you know, chips hanging out of his head. He's got, he's soaking wet, and he's just sitting there like that, and they're going, they can't believe it. Anyway, <laughs> that's just Johnny. So, it, but, but, but he was a brilliant, one big friend of mine, and, and um, he's a really good golfer. And his lads, lads of a similar vein, both great footballers.
<laughs> good fun, though. I mean, it was good times. Bonkers. Um, Harry took us up to Scotland to play against St Andrews. Uh, sorry, play at, we, we had a Scottish game up there. We, we, but my brother, at the time, had a corporate uh, tent. For, he worked for a company called GE. Had, aircraft engines one of the biggest in the company. And he, when we had a, he said, well, bring the lads up. I said, not sure, Bob. He went, no, come on, bring them over. <laughs> so we get on the bus. And Harry, I said, Harry, he said, yeah, we'd love to go. Brilliant. So we go in there and we get, we get in this, um, <laughs> we get in this corporate tent with GE and there's this. And so my, 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 my brother's boss, a lad called Bill Voreski, who's, who's quite disciplined at the time. And he had, he's, he's, he's lazy in there. And I, I get him in there quite early. So we're not going, we're not drinking really. So we've sort of had a couple of beers and we're in there. They were in there and it's lovely, this buffet. And we were given, the, you know, a GE umbrella and, Everything you know, and the little gift, and it's all very nice and blah blah blah. And so, built, <laughs> and they've got all these lovely little dis- different types of fruits and everything going around. And we're all in a big thing. Bill Voreski and his wife are in there, and uh, Johnny Munkers give it one of them. And he, anyway, he's, he's coming. The fruits coming. He's got one of them. And he's giving one. He's <laughs> and it was kumquat coming out of his mouth, like that, <laughs> straight down Bill Voreski's wife's chest and he's gone let me get it out love and he, my brother's sort of <laughs> and my brother's panicking he's gonna lose his job and this is his ceo my, see my brother come and he's a tough boom, I got him and, and he's, i said Bye. he said i think it's better time you better go so we've all we no he didn't get there we, we, we all moved on to another tent but he, he was just a he, that he was just funny you know, little funny little thing i mean she had come he didn't mean it. he popped this little punk kumquat he'd done it <laughs> He coughed and he come perfectly in the straight <laughs> all over his yeah. head. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get invited again? No, we didn't do that, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Did it ever go too far? Yeah. Like where you got involved with managers and stuff yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, we got sent home from Bournemouth on a trip with all of us, you know, I was, me and three others, don't need to mention who they were, but we were, yeah, well out, well out, well out line. We had a big game the next day and we were, we didn't want to, I, I didn't I didn't particularly want to go because I had a Northern Ireland game the week after but it, it, I was made to go and anyway it, it got out of line we had a few beers walking down there. Is this the night before a game? It, well, yeah it was the day before a game so we went we were flying down sorry we were driving down and then and then we, we just went straight out from there so we went to pizza and anyway it was a bit of, bit of carnage in the pizza restaurant and then we drive we're walking along it was Bournemouth we were walking along the harbour in West in, in um, thing and there's a lad sending helium balloons you know what I mean? Brilliant, he's walking along like that anyway. The lads go up and put his shorts down, <laughs> and he's got shorts on. And now he's got his, his, his and it sounds like it's now I look back, it's not funny, but at the time it was hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, and we were, we're now, we're, 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 now six, we're now eight, ten hours from when we got back to a hotel, so we're, it's about three o'clock. We, we didn't get back to two in the morning, so, so we got sent home. But his geezer's got his balloons like that, and he can't, he can't, he can't, he can't, he can't <laughs> decisions, decisions here. She's lively on no, her, is. her is dignity. But, do you know what? I think about it. When you, looking back, it's a terrible thing. But at the time, it's hilariously funny. Anyway, we carried on drinking, got back in. And as we got back in, the assistant manager says, pack your gear and go. So we had to, we had to go. So. Were they waiting for you? Like, oh. Yeah, 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 waiting up. Yeah, and rightly so. That was at the start of it. Frank Burrows, it was. And he was a really good lad, Frank. He went, get your gear, go. Off your pop. Gee, and uh, listen, not <laughs> rightly so. Yeah. So how would you have been if you would have played at Bournemouth? If you got it in at two o'clock, would you have been all right playing like that, or um, would you have been a sack of shit? Or have you? You see me play? I was. I was. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so I think you. I think you know the answer. You know the answer. 
so no, you, know, you know I was a technically gifted and speedy player, so um, no, all that would, didn't really matter. I wasn't going to lose my technical ability, was I? So, um, uh, no, listen, it, it, it's just, uh, it's just a unacceptable behaviour. I would, I would never try and hide away from it. Good mates with Tim Flowers? Yeah. Because uh, I know Letizia said that you two combined were the, the characters of the dressing room. Yeah, we, we, we were a bit of fun. Me, me and Tim yeah. used to, we used to like a sauna and a bit of music and, yeah. Was he a, a fellow jazz He's a reggae man. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. Tim Flowers is a reggae man. Yeah, he loves, loves a bit of UB40 and reggae, yeah, Tim. Tim's a great lad, really good lad. Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> he's one of the nicest lads I've ever run with that's never, ever paid for the, the room bill. He should let you get the tab every time. He did, yeah. <laughs> he, he did it in a really nice way. <laughs> he's, 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 he's a fantastic bowler, brilliant keeper. At that time, he was almost unbeatable. Really good lad. So me and he used to spend an awful lot of time together, room together. Um, he was very, you know, really, you know, and Saturday or Friday nights were really serious because football. We both loved football. And we used to talk about it for hours. He was, he was a bit, you know, we used to have plenty of fun, but it was, a, he was a. You know, when he went, delighted for him to, to win the you know Premier League, because if he deserved, anyone deserved it, he did. He was that season, a couple of seasons, magnificent. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Did, uh, did you see that second spell at West Ham prove something? No, after, just, after the, the yeah, early well, stint? Maybe a little bit. I mean, listen, Harry's very kind to me about, his, you know, it was brilliant bit of business bringing me back you know but in the end you know, well I look back it's my team I didn't just I didn't score enough listen of course I added something to it and we, you know we we had we had some really good runs and I, I did okay but I'd like to have been a lot more prolific than I was and you know but I, I, you know listen was it, was it as good as it should have been no it probably wasn't should, you know, so, you know, it's just one of them things you've got to hold your hand up and say you know so it's my first time as in terms of goal return, was much better. But you know, we, we, we had, I added something certainly that season. First season I came to Harry, you know, then I hit the ground running. So it, it was, it was good. That for particularly most of the first season, I got a little. I, had, I broke my leg at Stockport, which yeah, you, you'll be aware of the own goal and everything. Um, <laughs> I just watched it for the first time before. It's a belter, isn't it? It is <laughs> remarkable. Is it remarkable? Not <laughs> <laughs> what I call it. Uh, I've got to say, I blame Ludo, to be fair. He's got to save that. Um, <laughs> no, but, you know, listen, no one knows. No one knows. Everyone well, probably doesn't. But I think the West Ham, I broke my leg in that same game, went through on goal, and as I went through on goal, I hit the shot, I deflected the kick legs, and I was just twisting my leg, and I had a spiral fracture. So I came back on, I was running around for another 10 minutes, and the physio's going, what are you doing? I said, well, it's just sore. He said, looks like it. He said, anyway, took me off. So anyway, I had a spiral fracture in my leg, so... Then I come back and I had that bad without scoring. You know, I then got then I scored the own goal, put us out of the cup. Then I came back and I still hadn't scored again. And then I scored against Wimbledon at home, going bananas, and it was disallowed for offside. <laughs> and then and then and then I went to QPR at the end of the, and and and, and right again, you know it was the right time. So um, which I did and played a few games for them. And and actually Ray Harford, who was the manager at the time, 
bizarrely enough, signed me as a pro and then took me as a coach and said, my first day I walked in the building and said, take the reserves. Sorry, take the forwards. So he just signed me for 50 grand from West Ham. He went, take the reserve, take the forwards. I said, well, I'll come in and play. He said, just take the forwards. Anyway, I had a chat after. He said, listen, just say and take the forwards. Anyway, I, I, I love doing it. I love doing it. Because he knew I'd done my badges. And, you know, and there were some lively ones there. John Spence, who was him and, him and Ray were having a bit of arguments and bits and pieces. So it was quite interesting just to do that. But um, yeah. Did you not play much then? No, well, I played a little bit when, when I played the odd time. And then when Jerry came, I played a bit more. I played about another eight, nine, ten games, but not a lot. So, because Jerry kept me in, in the coaching loop. Do you think coaching like half retired you then? Were you ready to retire? Were you ready to? Probably not, but I, I, yeah, I probably think I did. But I've got to say, many people disagree with me. I, I, I like coaching more than playing. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Always, always, always found it. I loved it. Really, you know. Like, I love playing. Don't get me wrong, I adored playing. I always adored playing football. But I love the, I love the technical aspect, the tactical aspect of it. I love, love coaching. I like getting involved with that. It's just something that, 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 that sort of gets to me. It's, I mean, you know, we, we're fortunate. I'm fortunate enough to get you know a team back in the Premier League. So you know, from from being fourth bottom at Christmas, but to have the have the team, the players that we had, you know, when I think about that, you know, you can. We just had a belief. You, you know, when you work with eleven players, but I think it, I think it's more and more demanding now because of, of what goes on but it's still the, the, the bond I had with every single player in that team at Palace was very special very Did special everyone every single way even the ones who weren't in the team what was your approach in management with like you said you said you made mistakes yourself as, a, as, mistakes. A, as, a, as a lad I, as a my, player my, my first <clears throat> my first game at Oldham we, we 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 played away at Port Vale. We won we we one nil down. We won all. Played played quite well, and they scored a goal from a set piece. It was my responsibility to communicate the substitution. They made a substitution, and the, the, I should have communicated it better. And the geezer who scored the goal was unmarked. It's my fault, and I said it in front of the players. That's my fault. Yeah, it's my fault. We had a situation. So I was I was at Oldham with. John Sheridan was there as a manager, uh, as, you know, player, fantastic player. They both there, the Sheridan. Yeah, both. Darren's oh, great. Graham's a little Rottweiler. <laughs> no, I played him at Barnsley. Oh, nasty little bastard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hospital and pain. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, listen, he was brilliant for me. Absolutely fantastic. I got on great with both of them. Still do. Um, I, I came in after a game. We we we, drew, we got beat one 0 by Plymouth. We absolutely battered them. And, and coming after the game, and there's a ball fizzed across the air, and Carlo Corres him. You know, I thought, and he went for the ball, and the keeper came out. And he sort of didn't go in. I said, anyway, we're chatting, we're chatting the X, Y, and Z. And I said, listen, what we need to do is a little bit, a little bit more bravery in front of goal. I said, Lino, Carl, I think you could get your head on that ball. And he went, what do you mean? What do you mean? I said, well, listen, there's no reason. There's a reason why you haven't got a scar on your face. You've got to be a little bit braver. And, you know, put your head in there. He said, what are you saying? He stood up. Anyway, and it's something I'm not proud of. I said, sit down. And he went, what are you saying? I said, Carlo, do yourself a favour and sit the fuck down. <laughs> anyway, but now my head's gone. So I'm walking towards him. And to be fair, he does sit down. I can see him and he's, he's sort of, he's, he's sort of not teary, but he's got, you know, he's emotional. He's not crying, but he's teary. Anyway, luckily enough, I sort of catch myself on. I walk out. 
we're on a great run. It was a stupid time to do it. But, you know, I was emotional. So I came in on the Monday morning. I, said, I had the meeting. I said, listen, um, on, 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 on Saturday, someone held their self with a bit of grace and the only one person did, and that was me. So I apologised unreservedly to Carlo. I just lost my head. Um, and, you know, just like I say, apologies to Carlo in front of you all, everyone. But um, So I just lost my head and I apologised for that and walked out. John Sheridan knocked on the door and went, well done. I said, well, what, what? I've just been truthful. I, I was wrong. He said, yeah, but trust me, if you hadn't said that, you'd lost the dressing room. You'd lost us all. Mm. Just uh, something as simple as that. Yeah, you know, when you can lose a temper, easy. I mean, listen, Is that I, personal dignity really important to you? Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, you, listen, you, you can't, you can't, I'm not great, for, I, I, listen, I don't think you, in modern day you can't blame, blame players. Mm-hmm. You can do it, you've got to do it privately in the, in the room and show mm-hmm. them videos and all that, but it's very important. Listen, you make mistakes, and I was new, young at the time, I made mistakes, you know. Listen, I've had to, Ches would tell you, I went between me, me and Ches had a couple of run-ins when, when he, he had a couple of incidents, but they were running between him and but I handled it in the right way. I know I was right, and he, and he, and he the following day said to me, thanks for that. You know, mm-hmm. So John, John was a big player. John was our best player. I'd have thought Shez would have gone, you should have just fucking hit him. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking Chris Packett. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so he called you if you're useless. He, he, he had that ability to just drop a ball on a sixpence right where you want it to be. Just run and I'll put it there. Chez, Chez's knee had a hole in his knee like the size of the Blackwall Tunnel. You know what I mean? How he played on like he did. But he had that much desire to play. You want to play every game. And he used to come and say, why am I not playing the fucking... All the, what was better than all them fucking Chris Packets? <laughs> I started saying, you know, Chez, I'm protecting you. You are a best player fact. No, well, listen, if, if you're fit, if I could put a new knee on you, you play every single minute. But you can't. And, it's, and, and someone's... You're going to get caught in a midweek game that we did. It might be a cup game. I don't want to play you in that. Yeah, but I want to play. No, I know you want to play. But I said, I'm not going to play you. So, you know, take a step back. I said, you'll be a manager one day and you will understand it. And so, and he's gone on to me. He's now, I hope he goes well at Wigan. Listen, I've got a lot of respect for him. He's a brilliant player. He's really good with me. Certainly was never a difficult deal, as wasn't Darren. Darren was a dream to deal with. So, we had a lot of good players, really. What's your approach? That day before. You first stay at Crystal Palace, yeah, because morale's low, and the, the you, I mean, the turnaround from when you walked in was unbelievable. My my approach is, I'm excited. I, I want. I, I can't wait to start. So when the lads walked in, all the train, all the train was set out. So and I, I, I had it all planned. So we came up, good warm up. I put a, a pole, four corners, nice jog around the pole. So they jog around the pole, come back in. And John says, um, jog around the pole again, goes again. Anyway, he goes, jog around the pole again. So the lads are now fucking starting to bleed. And Powell, he's a good lad, said, what the fuck is running school? <laughs> so he said, um, listen, lads, here's how simple it is. I tell you to run around the poles. Run around the poles. Don't cut corners. No cut corners and, you, and you've got a problem with it. No problem. You see me and you don't like what I do, we'll, 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 we'll get the boxing gloves in the afternoon and we'll get it out. And Powell, he's like, this is massive. So he said, pal, if you want to have the boxing blood this afternoon with me, no problem. Me and you get in there and get on with it. And they're all looking at this fucking idiot anyway. <laughs> so I've I come in there, I've got um, a fitness guy there, and we go on this, we've got this high tempo warm up that I do with the ball. We're 20 minutes into our first session, and I can see him come on my shoulder, the fitness lad there. He said, can you, have you got a minute? I said, yeah. So he flicks his laptop on. He says, have you seen, have you seen heart rates here? I said, yeah. He said, um, 
have you got well, how, how, you got 15 minutes more left? I said, Cause you, you're going to injure him. I said, listen, we've got four more of these. And he's gone, what? It's impossible. I said, no, we've got four more of these, exactly these. That's what I'm doing, four more. Four more. So this will be one hour, 45 minutes we'll be doing. And he goes, it's impossible you get injured. I said, well, listen, that's what I'm doing. Anyway, sure enough, no one gets injured. And they get through it. But we, we, every, every week we trained incredibly hard on a Tuesday. We were fit as anyone. So I changed the food. So the fitness coach was saying, look, you're working them too hard? The fitness coach, when I started, said it was far too hard. And I said, well, listen, I, I don't care. You know, I, I, I think there's a, I think there's, you, you, there's, there's something to be gained from taking them into the beyond where they should be. It, not too much. No, not too much. You, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't brutal. But it, it, this was. It, it was some of some. We had some incredible athletes. Incredible athletes. Are you thinking? Are you thinking about the sort of the last, the five minutes of injury time when you fucked, and you're thinking, I know, lads have got a little bit more. Yeah. Is that, is that what that? that no, what I, I just think. I think it? what I'm thinking about is resilience. I yeah. think you know. Yeah, you, know, you, you listen, bald. All red management books. I read a bit about the SAS and army and blah 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 and that elite training when they what they put this through and how how that takes you to the very edge. In some ways, in your deepest hour, darkest, if you can if you can find a way through that, when you you know you really don't want to go. You, it's amazing when you're on a treadmill and you think oh, I can't do it anymore and you can. There's, the body's an amazing mm -hmm. thing it, it, and, and and if in and you got to back that with all with with personal development. So I had a thing where I had half hour conversation with my players most weeks in my office. It takes a lot of time. You know, I think you've got to know, you've got to listen to them. And that's, mm. that's a key. Would you just down. let them speak then? Would speak? You just no, I'm not just talking to you. I'm not talking about football. <clears throat> no, that would be, come in and talk to me about what, you know, as, as things. Tell me about family. What's your background? Oh, I know you're in football. Tell me. What, what's your, what, what? So I get to know what their intrinsic motivations are. You know, what... No, I, I love to. I'm, I'm, I, I think listening is a brilliant thing. Too often we, in transmit mode, just blah blah blah, and we, he could have had a bad day. His, 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 his kids are one whose kids is really seriously. Oh, God forbid that happens. What I'm saying, say that he's coming. He's, he's thinking. I'm saying, listen, speak to me. Go home. Go home. I don't know. I'm, that's not. I'm not. Take, take a day off. Forget that. You're still playing Saturday. Take a day off. Don't come in tomorrow. No problem. But if you, you know, if, if you don't tell me that, I've got to know. So communicate to me, and that, the only way I do is sit in a room and listen. Let me let you talk to you, let you talk about you. So you get to is know it, the man as well as the footballer. Yeah, yeah. Is that important to be approach, approachable player. Yeah. As a manager. Yeah. And and in the end, it's not me. It's not, I mean, listen, much as you like, it's not. It's them. It's players. It's play. You got. You want to be a good manager. Get good players. You want to be a great manager. Get great players. Fact. Yeah. And of course, you can coach players to achieve beyond but rarely does that happen in the elite level with out really good uh, you know really good sense of the whole club being together from top to bottom so for so you it's about building the relationship with somebody personally yeah and then them having the understanding of why they're not playing yeah. and, or and, and tell them early <laughs> i'm not being funny you know that this put the team up on a friday and uh, saturday morning a friday night friday afternoon listen do you not know your team beforehand i don't i don't accept yeah. that you know, you must know your team Thursday, and even if that even if someone gets injured, is the lad who comes in disappointed? Yes, he is. You pull him in and say, "Come on, well, this was the team. I'm because of this. Now he's injured. You're in. Now, you know that's that's what you have to deal with, and you've got to spend time with the people who are not in the team. So, yeah. the people so you if you've got a bomb squad, there's no bomb squad. 
Bomb squads should never happen at any football club now. Yeah, I've done mine, mate. Of course they have. We're all in bomb squads, but I'm saying, what a bomb squad's an abomination, isn't it? Yeah. Terrible. Isn't it? Alan Irvine were brilliant at that, weren't he? Yeah. Keeping everybody happy. Yeah. Well, it's not... It's not rocket science, No, it's not rocket science. So we're playing... I'm playing in your team. Yeah. We're playing Bournemouth away. Yeah. And I get in at two o'clock in the morning. What's happening with me? Well, you're not playing. Yeah. But my view is... So what I'm saying is... Get me two weeks. No, what? Well, no, yeah, of course. But well, I, I just would. Listen, I'd come in. I'd be very angry. I'd be very angry, and I'd say to you, I, don't, I need to understand why you thought you, 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 why, why you thought you could do that to everyone in the team. That you, what, 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 what's, what's your lack of respect for all of your teammates? Yeah. And I, I'd try and put it on you. So you've put, you've put, you've, you've let, you've, you've let, not only let yourself down, you've let your teammates. Yeah, like a hot air balloon. No, but my view is, I'd just like to know. What, 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 listen, and I've done. I haven't done it in a, in, ever in a, in, a, in, a, in a professional game in terms of that, but I've done it in friendlies and all that when you've let yourself down. We've all done that, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to. But my view is, I, I need to understand what you're, what, why, why you need to do that. Why, well, why did you need? All right to do it. I, I've had, I've had, I've had one that probably the worst one. I've, you know, I don't, I don't understand. It's a bit, we, we didn't get on, and I think in the end, when I've canned him his two weeks wages fine, he, he hated me forever, but. I, t- I just told him, if, if you'd have told me at the time, before you did what you did, I would have let you do what, what you should have been doing and be with your family. But you didn't. You, you, you picked a youth team coach to say, I'm, not, I'm going in, I'm not, I'm not training on Sundays. And as a result, I've got no other option. So he's took I, the easy option. He's took the all, uh, easy option. I said, I've got, I've got. So he says to me, he comes in early Sunday, Monday morning saying, listen, I'm saying, listen, of course, I understand you've got probably you haven't seen your daughter. I've only got to speak to him. He thinks he's, he thinks he's getting away with it now. Mm. So there you go. Before you go, there you go. So what's that? Well, I've told you. You would But you, what you did, you didn't do that. You did this. So there you go. It's two weeks wages. Mm. At the time, what was it? Mm. 110 grand. A lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's a big player. He's a big player. He's a big player. <laughs> I, I think God fucking hate you and all. <laughs> and by the way, Parky's spent more on that than a suit. <laughs> Just in cloth, that is. Soup. <laughs> <laughs> When it came to leaving Palace, obviously, the, yeah. the shit storm that yeah, sure, yeah. how was that for you personally? But, well, listen, it's, it's just one then. You can, you can decision-making at the time, you know, some, the decision to Palace, to, to Charlton, was a difficult one. Not, not because of the, the unbelievable rivalry, because of what happened when they, we went down at, at Charlton. So that's not, I wouldn't profusely say it's my finest hour, but nonetheless, um, you know, I... My time at Palace was, well, came in fourth bottom, got them promoted, in within one goal of keeping up, staying them up, and then got them in the playoffs. It's not a bad record, is it? Mm. So I was, and by the way, I don't know, is it 60 million or something, 70 million we made the club? So, yeah. So whatever, he can, listen, he, he, he shouts his mouth off with what he wants to talk about. Is this Simon Jordan? Yeah. yeah. So listen, he can say what he wants. I, I, I know my record at, at Palace. I know what I did at Palace. So he, what he, however he wants to contribute, and all I'm saying to you, he, what he needs to look at is have a look at what we spent in the Premier League. Mm. Simon, Simon. What is this? What is this Simon? What is he actually like? Well, listen, it, it, Simon likes Simon. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, my view is yeah, that's, what, that's where we are. It's, I've got not much to say about him because I've, 
why would I give him any airtime? Mm. Was he difficult to work for before all this? Even when you were doing well and, and what have you? Was he still Listen, one of them when you thought, that, well, I need to watch it? Oh, I think, you know, it's, it, his, was he difficult to work for? I mean, this, we had some issues, you know. There was, I mean, don't forget, we, we finished the season in, in the playoffs and then the lads hadn't been paying the bonuses for goodness knows how long. So that was an issue before the playoff final. That, so we get in the playoff final and bonuses haven't been paid. Mm. So we, we managed to get them paid in the end. But anyway. So you thinking I'll pay it with the money? No, no, well, listen, I don't, I don't know. But what my view is, as, 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 was it, how was he with me? Most of the time he's perfectly fine. Um, I, well, virtually all the time outside getting players in, which was a problem. You know, we got, you know, I, I, only he will know, but I'm saying we have Cahill didn't go over the line. Michael Carrick didn't go over the line. Dean Ashton didn't go over the line. They just didn't happen. So my relationship was perfectly fine. And then at the end, it, it became, you know, as clearly as it, as it did. And empty vessels make the most noise, is what I'd say. Mm. About that, listen, I don't want to talk about him, if I'm honest. I've got no, nothing to say. So if you walked in here now, you wouldn't buy him a pie? No. Would he buy you well, one? He, well, he'd want me to buy him. He wouldn't buy it. He wouldn't <laughs> buy it. <laughs> No, what I'm saying is, I've got, you know, I just think it's not worth his argument. There are there are no arguments really. I mean, my record, my record at Palace is my record at Palace. Have, a, have Palace, a look at did it. Did you say that you wanted to move up north? No, the part that? of it. Listen, it, he uses that as the same. So I've been away from my family a lot of time. My view is, it was it was that was part of a discussion. It wasn't absolutely. Yeah. So you know, it, it, don't forget, he was disappointed we didn't get. I'll use I'll use that. Quietly, shall I say? I was disappointed. So the discussion we had on the phone was one of extreme disappointment from Simon. So I won't go into the phone call, but it was... What, that you were leaving? No, we won't go into the phone call after I, we didn't get in the playoffs. Right, okay. Simon spoke to me about, about the season, blah, blah, blah. And so he was disappointed, and I'm using that in a very loose term. It was The phone call was something beyond what I've never heard before. So given what I'd done at the club before that, what 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 he seemed to think, how he played, so that's enough said for me. I'm not really yeah. interested. In it. Do you feel like personally, the whole facade just tarnishes what, what you achieved? No, well, listen, maybe, 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 maybe. Listen, and part of that would be, you know, I'd take part of my responsibility from going to chart. I get that, um, but other than that, um, you know, spin forward a little while to where the club was at. When Steve Parrish took over, he was on the verge of going bankrupt, wasn't it? Mm. So it's had to be saved. So he likes to talk a lot. I don't. I'd rather look at my what I did. Massive. Let's put Simon in his box, eh? Yeah, yeah I think it's probably best. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Simon. Thanks for your contributions, Thank you, Simon. <laughs> did you Did you go to Charlton trying to do the same things what you did at Palace? No, 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 lots of different ways. A couple of mistakes I made at Charlton that, that don't want to go into. To be fair, in the end, and listen, I, I, we, we were in the quarter final of the Carling Cup for the first time in a long, long while, and they sacked me after that. And then the lad came in and lost seven games in a row. So, we, we, and to be fair, Alan. Alan Pardew was there, to be fair, came in after me and sort of won the same sort of ratio again, couldn't keep him up. And, you know, Alan's been a great manager, so it, it's what it was. Um, you know, it, I wasn't there long enough. It was like, what, 12 games or whatever. Yeah. So it's, it was quick. And yeah. um, I remember putting it with a Christmas tree up, funny enough, in uh, my house at the weekend. And um, I had a phone call and I had to come back down the Christmas tree and said, by the way, I just heard the word termination. So, oh, listen, it, it's, it's, it, it, don't, I mean, listen, in lots of ways, 
that's part of my own responsibility. I take you know, I, I'm not. I, I've always said you've got to look at what you did wrong, and, I, and there's some things I got wrong there. Don't don't blame that. But anyway, my, my, it's, it's it's old milk. In the end, I'm the manager. It's my responsibility. I didn't win enough games. You get the sack. That is absolutely perfectly fine. So I, I'm not anyway. So I didn't win enough games at Charlton. In fact, didn't so I got the sack and probably deserved to get the sack. So there's where you are. Do you mm. know when that phone rings and it's a chairman and mm. you've obviously had a few sticky results? So you're thinking, is this the one? Yeah, this is not stupid, are you? Anyone yeah, thinks just fucking button it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just button it. I'm manager for another yeah. fucking 24 hours. Button it. Get, get that wine out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you've got to be honest and know that you know, the, the pressurised nature of the, of the business, you know, that's what I'm always saying. You know, it's very, very easy for people to talk about managing. Unless you've been there in the deepest, darkest hour and you've lost a few games and you're feeling despair, you've got, you have to know that. You don't always have a panacea of fantastic games you know okay I've there's been some sackings I'll get that on to and leaving and in, in, into turmoil but you know um, it's probably why he's on TV isn't it or why he's on radio because he's that's what he, you know so my view is effing, everything's not perfect in football we've all done things wrong and I've done many things wrong um, would I do things differently in 1000% but you know I know that in general you know, I, I, I treat people in a, in, a, in a way they should be treated. I can't believe we've getting this far without mentioning you single-handedly got bounce-back ability in the uh, yeah. English dictionary. <laughs> yeah, I was going to add it. Well, yeah. it was, so I think... I'll tell you a good story. I'll tell you a classic story, actually. I, I, to be fair, I had a... It was, it was about, after about six or seven games, we, we, I think we lost five and, 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 and drew one. It just popped up. And the lad just said to me, he said, he said, you know, difficult, this must be difficult times. He said, where do you go? And I said, no, no. I said, this is the time to be optimistic. I said, because we, we play well, and this, this side has always shown bounce-back ability. Anyway, he went sort of looked at me. Anyway, then Soccer AM took it on, bounce-back ability, and it got in English Dictionary, so it's what it was. <laughs> was he there at West Ham when you were there? Was it Danny, yeah. Portuguese lad? Yeah. So, you know the story? So the story is that we played away at Spurs, right, and we didn't have a great record at Spurs. And I flick a ball on a corner. Danny heads it in 1-0. We beat, we beat Spurs 1-0. And Sky come to us afterwards. And get, by the way, have you seen Danny? He's a Listen, listen if, if, if you're not homosexual, you could be with Danny. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a very attractive man. I'm good if you were here. Anyway, he's a very I can appreciate the looking man. He's a really he's a good looking lad. So anyway, <laughs> they come to me, the cameras, and I say, well, listen, what's great, it's not only the results today, it's about, it's, it's about time. That, uh, that West Ham had the best looking front line in the, in, 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 in the Premier League and so the, the story was for me and him <laughs> me, me standing but sort of, anyway and it, it went down brilliantly well but he I think he was notoriously let go because he had the Daily Star all the Daily Stars women around to his flat 35 I believe in a party once what the same city yeah, yeah. Not, not, not all for him, but I mean... He, he, he had some, he had, I think, I think, well, listen, he got some people... He had a party at his house or his flat. I think, I think the club got wind of it anyway. Yeah, so he was an incredibly good player. And a good player, actually. I, th- I, don't, I, I haven't really followed his career after that, if I'm honest. But he's, think, uh, he's the presenter of Strictly Come Dancing in Portugal. Get out. Yes. Is he really? So you might have a chance, you know, if you want to get <laughs> oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that must have been. Really? Yeah. That's really? Yeah, 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 I can see that. I knew he'd become a TV presenter. Anyway, <laughs> actually, he wasn't a bad. He wasn't a bad player. I mean, he cut. You know, there's lot, lots to admire about him. I mean, to be fair, I think the women went up about. 200% at West Ham. <laughs> 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 hey, I could have gone to that party with 35 Daily Starbirds right, and I ended up with one of them fucking sister. 100% <laughs> if I'd have been at that. <laughs> fucking story of my career, that. <laughs> anyway, so he was, he was, I think Harry, Harry, I think Harry signed him, so he, he was a good looking lad and I think he, he liked the nicer, he liked the finer things in life. He liked the, the razzmatazz and yeah. that celebrity. So that was, by the way, if you think about the time, it's probably one of the first time you'd had that sort of celebrity, you know, party. He, he never had that. He was just going down the pub yeah. and doing what you're doing. So just a, a different, what, what it is now, I suppose. So, um, but he was, yeah, he was, it was, it was, I think it's still the best looking forward line they've ever put out. <laughs> <laughs> Just about. <laughs> Frank, Frank, Frank McAvenia might have said something about it. <laughs> oh, to be at that fucking party, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, agree, yeah. <laughs> so how was QPR? Interesting. I mean, listen, QPR, listen, QPR the first time was, with Jerry was different because I was assistant, but when I went back with Flavio, Flavio was flamboyant. I think he was used to success everywhere he'd been. He thought it'd just be a case of coming in and, and changing the, the ethos. And, you know, the people were coming in. He had a lot of glamorous people going to the games. Is this one that Birchie spoke about? Yeah, but, but he, he, I mean, he, I mean, he also did a, a video, of the, which I wasn't aware of, the, the, the four-year plan, I think it's called. But, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm in it, but I didn't know I was in it. I didn't know they even, <laughs> didn't know they were even recording. Did you sign that disclaimer? No, I didn't, I didn't even do that, so I didn't know it was going on. I didn't know there was microphones in the... Because I'm talking about Tim Flowers at the time. But you didn't know you didn't know the no, microphones didn't know. were there? No, I didn't know they were there. Um, <laughs> what? Um, and so, you know, I think, to be fair, he, he, he was... In the end, he didn't want me there. We we did fantastically. Well. I think we 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 won nine. I think we drew three, lost three of fifteen. So we we're about fourth or something, third or fourth in the league. We hadn't spent any money really, um, going really well for, for not spending any money. And um, he had he had a couple of players he wanted in the team. I didn't think they were up to scratch, and didn't want to play them. And that's what. But he, what, he, he's he, saying he, that... No, he, he, asked me, he asked me to play him in the team, and I said no. And so in the end, he just handed me a gun. I, play, I went out to train. I got, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. We went away at Swansea, okay, who hadn't dropped a point at home all year, and we drew nil-nil. It was fine. So anyway, coming and he was going bananas. Anyway, so I, I just get a feeling that something's coming anyway. So I, I go out. We, we train in the afternoon. We train in the morning on a Thursday morning. So you don't feel the sacks coming, though? Yeah, I do. Uh, Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I feel. Even I've, though you, like, he's, he's, he's talked to. Me. I I, listen, I think it's a, it's inappropriate just to go too deep into what actually was said. But he was talking about the players, and one player wasn't picking, and I, 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 I rebutted it very strongly, given that he hadn't played. He played three, sorry, ten, three, and one game in the last three years. So he wanted. He, he was saying that a senior manager was saying this player's got to be in your team and I was saying well hold on this is record in the last three years never played why would he be saying that it's a load of rubbish anyway so I, 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 we, we said I just said to him at the end I said listen if you want to sit here and pick the team fine but I'm going to pick the team I want so anyway he stormed out I got a feeling so I called the lads in after training it was a Thursday and um, I said listen team is blah, blah 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 here we are going to work on shape now and did that came back in and said just before you just before you you go lads i need to know you need to know this if this is 
this is the team that will be the starting on Saturday. And if it's not, I won't be manager, just so you know. And so as I walk off, Gavin Mahon pulls me and says, listen, Gaffer, lads want you to stay. Play one of the lads. Play. They knew where they were. Play the lads. I said, no, I can't do that. So it'll be you this week somewhere else. I can't. It can't. That's not the way I want to do it. And so we walked in there. He was waking, waiting with, with Gianni Panadini. He was a really good lad. I got him working number two. And Ian, he was, he was always a bit, how are you, Ian? How are you doing? Oh, yeah, blah, blah. I said, good. And he's a big man, Briatore, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, big lad. And um, I spent a little bit of time in his, 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 his Rome apartment, the top of the Hilton, which was very nice. Nice place. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, it was very nice. Not, 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 not that long, only a couple, couple of hours. Um, so um, anyway, so he said to me, um, he said, what's the team? So I said, you know the team. I told you the team. And he went, he just went like that. He went, he just nodded at me. He handed me a garden leave there. He said, fuck off. No, <laughs> it wasn't that, it, it wasn't heated. It didn't get like heated. He just, he just tapped just the, fuck yeah, well, yeah, one of them, you know. Anyway, and, and I went in and the lads were, you know, disappointed, whatever they were, whether they were or not. Anyway, and, and me and Tim Flowers drove out the car park and then as he come out, Johnny came out to say goodbye. And Johnny knocked him down. I said, I said Johnny, well, so I'm, I'm sorry, so sorry. And I said, oh, well, listen, Johnny, don't worry. It's no problem. He said, no. And he, I just wonder when can I have the car back? I went, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so we, drove, we drove out the car park. The worst thing about it was there was a cameraman waiting for Sky at the end of it. <laughs> so you know what I mean? They had a yeah, camera there. Yeah. No, but I'm saying, why was it there? So you'd yeah. already... So, oh, well, some, well, yeah, somebody, so between me going out training, but, but I bumped into him about two weeks later, well, no, about four weeks later in the, in the lounge. And he was, because oh, he was, you know, to be fair, he, he wanted it his own way. I don't, listen, I don't, I've got no problem. If he wants it his own way, he pays, he, he pays your contract, up, you're done. He, he wants to do it a different way, fine. As it happens, it didn't work out for him and he's now not in football, which is, you know, it's, it's, it's a shame because, you know, Jim and Jordan coming after me and he's a mate, was a mate of mine, is a mate of mine and, and you know, even Paolo Souza, who I've played against, they, 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 you know, they're, they're good people. So it's, he never quite got that success that he did. But, you know, it's just, it was so different because, it, you know, you were talking about people who were, you know, the, the, some of the people in the boardroom that, you know, were more famous than the people on the pitch. It was yeah. bizarre. Yeah. Your stock must have been quite high, though, there. If you've got sacked at four, normally you get sacked when you're struggling, don't you? You know what I mean? Yeah. So you must be thinking, I tell you what, fair enough. Give me door, I'll fuck off. I'm, I've got QPR into fourth and... I've not spent no money. Surely, I'm going to be all right. Yeah, I, th I think that you, you, I think you do think that. But yeah, I think also the, you're now talking about a couple of sackings and blah blah blah. And I think that that, that, that plays on people's minds. Plus the the if you like the notoriety of this Palace one, mm. it, it, it makes things and, and, and yeah, people judge you for what you are. And then and by the way, before you're out of it one year, you're out of it two years, and, and, and the chips go back now. You fall you know, off the radar, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Sharpish. And that's it's, it's just it's life. You can't you can't say that. And you know, there, there's a there's a you know, a Duragur for new up and coming new things, which 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 I think is fantastic because you know you want you were one of them at one time, mm -hmm. and but it doesn't mean that there isn't a role for very experienced managers, and you know, and if one day, if tomorrow tomorrow morning someone calls me and say we become a manager team, if it was the right at the right level, I'd, I'd want to do it. You know, so um, have you been close to getting back in? Yeah, a number of times. I mean, still chucking the applications out. Yeah, not 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 loads, but I mean, I've I've, I've had a few that were quite close. But you know, in the end, it wasn't the right circumstance. I think they'd be the right thing. You know, it'd have to be the right one now for me. You know what I mean? I mean, listen, 
it's, it's the, the most important thing for me, football, you know, in terms of sporting, anything, any sport, I, you know, I like to play golf, can't really play it very well, but I love it. Yeah, it's, it's something that gets in your blood. And um, I've had some fantastic times with some fantastic people. I wouldn't change a load of things in my playing career. Would I could change a couple of things in my management career? Of course I would differently, but you know, that's, and in my playing career really, you know, m you know some of my behavior, but that's yeah, part of growing up in it and, mm. and making mistakes. Even just speaking to you the last couple of hours, you can see you've still got that desire to Yeah, to, yeah, I, to I, I, love it. It. I love doing it. I mean, listen, I think- Even though the stresses and all the- The stresses are what they are, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 55, 56 now, so you, you, you know, it, to, to have managed at the top level is, is a bit nice thing to do. And, and to, have had, to have had a group of players that were absolutely outstanding and couldn't give me anything you more. You ever question that approach? Of being understanding it and thinking, do you know what? Maybe I need to be a bit more of an asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I, I, I believe when they say he's too nice, I don't, I don't think anyone would say that about me being too nice. And certainly not as a player or a manager, you know, because I've, I've got an edge. But I don't, I don't really get that. Why can't why can you be too nice? Is there such a thing as being too nice? Yeah, you can't. Plus, you can't change. No, no what I'm saying are, is, you, I don't know if someone said. If, if, that's if someone said to me, oh, Ian Dow is all right, but he's too nice. I don't it's the worst thing I'd, I'd ever said about me. <laughs> yeah, my view is, <laughs> so I, I just don't think it's a silly thing to say. I see, listen, does, do, I, I think the best, my dad used to talk to me, is the best statement, do not mistake kindness for softness. Because mm. mm. I'm kind, doesn't mean I'm soft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's just a platform my dad said to me, is, oh, I try to stick to it. You know, I can rip, I, and I have done rip players' heads off, and you know, but, but also then work hard with them, show them the video. It's different. You know, you can't you can't do that now. You can't. So I mean, you listen. You how many dressing rooms you would? Some of you been in. You some of the stuff that comes out of managers' mouths, you would be on belief. Yeah, I'd be on belief at the moment. Yeah, I, I never minded a manager saying anything, me, so long as it were done Monday morning. I hated it when it fucking when it you know when they start. Ignoring you and all that sort oh, of yeah. stuff, Monday. I'm like, nah, that's not f just right. I was shit, right? I know I'm shit. You said I was shit, fair enough. I need to speak to you about the uh, time on Tyneside. Mm. Being from Sunland, mm. it was obviously Shiva took the job. Yeah. Did he, were you the first first person he called saying, I want you to be my assistant? I don't know whether I was the first person. I don't know I was the first person he called, but uh, you know, you know, who, who wouldn't want to go and manage Newcastle with Alan and, and try and come up. We come up with a detailed plan. I think that they implemented a little bit. It just didn't go. We lost Michael Owen, which is, never got a chance to get Michael Owen in the team enough. We didn't get enough goals. Was there some bad eggs in there? I, 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 I don't really think that. No, no, I don't remember. A, we had some things, a couple of things that went bizarre, wrong, you know, I think. Yeah, I mean, Lucas Michael was a, was a blow, you know, in terms of getting injured so often. Um, got Mark Maduka back fit for a period, but not really. He wasn't up to full, full powers. Um, there's some bits on going on at the club. I would say there's some issues, you know, in terms of that. But it, listen, it was, nothing would have been a great pleasure to have Alan kept them up. But, you know, it would have been amazing to see what had gone. But that's life, isn't it? It happens. Fantastic part of the world, just like Sunderland. I got football with Sunderland quite a bit now. I'm doing Middlesbrough at the weekend. Funny enough, I'm doing middle middle advantage. All great football clubs, and some of them's an amazing football club. That I, some of my finest moments. Well, one of my finest moments in the you know incredible moments. You know, to be fair, I'm great admirer of Mick McCarthy. Bloody hell, you know. Need to talk about that semi-final. Well, it's unbelievable. Well, listen, the semi-final. 
was bizarre because you know we were quite we were, both sides were quite good defensively and it sort of went out the window in the first league we start the game well and the big lump gets a, a decent goal a good header and um we're You're on the, the back foot. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no, not the big lump. He was a, Kevin. Kevin Kyle. Oh, yeah, good lad. He was a knight. He's a really good lad, actually. <laughs> Got to say. And anyway, they go 2 0 up. And then, and then they're cruising. So we, we, we're, we, we're playing okay. We're dogged. We're disciplined. We're doing all right. Anyway, we get sending off. And then we have minutes to go. And then we get, we get delivery into the box. And big Darren Powell heads it into the goal. So we end up going to penalties and then it. No, be and I and I go. I went big early, so I went big. I go, you know, with all the. I get. I always think we get off to a good start, so we go Andy Johnson. They, and to be fair, they're all good penalties, and we come up and, and then Jeff Whitley takes a. You know, who played with in Northern Ireland, he takes a penalty and he goes. He, he stutters and I thought he doesn't. He, did, he chops at the back of the ball. It bounces at least once. He just the keeper catches it. Was it just a little dig? Yeah. I don't know. I, he I, tries you know, to dink it. He, stu- he stutters. In, yeah, and that's what Mick was. Yeah. But Mick, Mick I, I go to see Mick. Mick shakes hands, but, I've, but I can see Mick's reaction. So, because we were here, so I look, I glance. Some of the lads are running anyway. Because I'm central, I'm looking at the lads, and Mick is on the pitch. And he chucks his bottle anyway. He's he's apoplectic with rage. You know what I'm saying? So I walk in, and he comes. And he said, "Ian, have a beer. Well done. Congratulations." Um, he said, "But do not mention the game." Do not mention the game. I'll, I'll get him because he, uh, he's, a, he's a vastly much more experienced man than me and, and, he, and I'll get on really well with him. But he is seething. He's every bone is seething. I mean, listen, <laughs> if it, he's, I'm not being funny. One you could just see, it's almost like turns in, Taz, you know, he wanted to, I don't know what happened, but you could see me, he wanted to rip um, his head off, he, yeah. you know. It, it wasn't because he missed, because everybody misses penalties. No, no, no. It was, it was the manner of it. Put your foot through it. Yeah. If but it gets saved, fair it, enough. I think, I think probably it was a number of factors that <laughs> the wit, wits had done, you know what I mean? Sort of building, and, and it, I had to be fucking him to do it, you know what I mean? So, yeah, listen, that's what it does to you. Pardew said to Mick that the season after that, we'd won promotion at Upton Park, and Pardew's come in after the game. I think West Ham made the playoffs. Yeah, they did. They went up. Yeah. And he says, congratulations. You weren't the best team in the league, but, you know, well, well done. And Mick was like, we've just won the league over for 46 games. <laughs> you were, I don't think you were the best team in the league, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, well, listen, that's, to be fair, we, we, had, we had a little scrape at half-time in the playoff final in the tunnel. Not that not many people know about it, but anyway. It's what it, so. You were Mick? No. Oh, Pards. No, in the playoff oh. final. No, not with me and Pards, but... Oh. The, the, both benches had a little scrape, so. Anyway, we were well handed in. We were okay on the bench. <laughs> 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 we, weren't, we weren't too worried about that. <laughs> Just speaking about, obviously, your international career. Yeah. Because we've had Danny Collins on, we've had Mark Crossley talking about Wales, and it not seeming as professional as they, they might have hoped for when they got there. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that a little bit. I mean, listen, I've got to say from... You know, when I first turned up with Billy Bing, was Billy, it was, Billy was quite well disciplined and organised. You know, the lads liked to be on a Sunday, we'd meet on a Sunday, we'd, have a, we'd get together and go for a beer on a Sunday night, and then, you know, that was it till after the game. So, in terms of lads being a little bit raucous when they're away, sure, like anywhere else, no different. But, you know, it was, the training was quite, always quite disciplined, quite organised, where some different managers were, were different with the players, maybe not as easy as I'd liked, but. 
magnificent time, 59 times I played for him. Some amazing times as captain. When you got you. your letter, did you think to yourself, right, how many, how many outfits do I need? You know what I mean? Because that's what you do you know, when you're packing your pre-season bag. Yeah. You think, we're well, here for seven nights, I need at least... <laughs> I might need two outfits, but I'll put in three, just in case. <laughs> three T-shirts, one pair of jeans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, I've got to say... Tags must have been in that team as well. Who? Tags. Tags. So he's a good player, Tags. Yeah. Do you know what? He was an Ulster swimming champion. Really? Yeah, yeah. He never said that, did he? Yeah. What? Oh. I can't see him as a swimmer. Unbelievable. Neither did I, so I tried to race him in his first game. He beat me by... A, and I'm not a bad swimmer. He beat me by half a length. He's proper Ulster front crawl champion. I, I, <laughs> I like to think I could swim a bit, because I used to do a little bit of that. Anyway... He's, he's a proper swimmer. Good lad. I'm still, good. I'm still good mates with him and his missus now, so so we, we see each other a bit. So um, he was a yeah, but you know, it, it, they're amazing people. We had some fab times. Um, again, you know, we 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 sort of some groups. Like we had Gillespie, Jim Majilt, and Moe Hughes, and lads who liked a good laugh and a party. So we've seen some scrapes, but yeah, amazing. I've captain against Uruguay, scored at Lansdowne Road against the Republic of Ireland. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice, yeah, nice things. I've got the caps, so I've got whatever how many caps I've got. So you, you don't get one a year. You get you get you don't get every cap. You get one a year in Northern Ireland. Tight bastards. Yeah, well, not because <laughs> they're quite expensive. To be fair, it's an expensive thing. I mean, whatever they are. So I had a great time. Um, Billy Bing was great. Um, you know, lots. Of, I mean, Sammy McElroy retired me. Um, so he was just going Michael, on a different route. Younger players. Yeah, well, listen, nothing but he. Yeah, listen, yeah. He, 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 yeah, he went with. Yeah, well, there wasn't really anyone else, but <laughs> he, I, he, he saw it. No, he went. He went a bit younger. That's, that's fair. He did go a bit younger. We had numerous comments. In, and all, all he said was, "Bring on the Belgians." Well, yeah. I mean, it's a difficult. I, I can tell you about that. So it was about a manager. This particular manager came up and hadn't really endeared himself to 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 the lads really in terms of he kept talking about you know players from different eras and blah blah blah. Anyway, so it was a windy day in Malusk very windy and we trade at the back of it and it's the Chimney Corner Hotel the most a dive of a hotel but the food in there was decent had brilliant chicken broth and, <laughs> no, no, it did have brilliant chicken broth that was all you said for the hotel brilliant chicken broth so that was good and so the food weren't great but, but the ladies in the hotel were amazing and, and they did decent scrans so the food was okay but the hotel wasn't the greatest but the training ground was at the back of it it was windy it was just, it was just, on, just playing fields so nothing just normal playing fields that the Sunday lads played on that's what it was so anyway, we're in there. Anyway, this particular manager came on today and it was an unbelievably windy day and the lads are stretching. And this particular manager came up a brown hill and he's walking to us and it's blowing a hoolie like proper and it was always blowing. And one of the lads, well, Jim and Jilton actually, popped up. Do you remember the It's a Knockout? Yeah. It's a Knockout. You remember the, used to be have the big people that come down the yeah. things. And this manager was, he, his gear was that, it was, he was a big unit and he, he had baggy gear on and he was being blown about right, left and centre. And he said, fuck me, here comes the Belgians from, <laughs> it, it, it's an, it, from It's a Knockout. And I've got to say, it, it was one of the funniest lines I've ever heard. And it remains to me at that time. And he just couldn't, it, that sort of line stuck with him. He couldn't shrug that off. <laughs> and it never really worked. And he, never, he wasn't there very long. But it was the fucking funniest line I'd ever heard. Because he, Cheers, Jim. <laughs> no, it was a brilliant line. It was a brilliant line. Fuck me, here comes the Belgian. Well, I'll tell you one, one thing we else we did get on, uh, yeah. on Twitter. It was Slovakia in the army squad. No, no, it's brilliant, to be fair. So my, with the PFA, I went to Slovakia. A lad called Jan Trevelyan's got a ski resort in Slovakia, but he's, he does a lot of work with 
the Slovakian people over there. And, in, in, and so I, I, we took a PFA team out there and we took an army team out there as well. So I coached the army team as well. I didn't take the team, but I coached the army team beforehand and did a bit of work, but went to watch. So the army played the Slovakian army. So a PFA 11 played the Slovakian 11 and they both played. So we went out with Slovakia, but I spent a lot, of, as is my want, I spent the time with the army lads because they were a bit yeah, more... They were, the ball, no, they were, the, uh, they were, they were the a bit more fun than the fucking footballers. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, we, had some, we had some unbelievable funny times and a, and a referee... Let me tell you this. So referee, who shall remain nameless, who they shouldn't be. So we were in there, and don't the army lads, right? So we have, we have a drinks beforehand. It's a hotel, lovely, and we had a few red wines and, and plenty of drink flowing. So and the lads are having the drinks. It's nothing serious, only like a friendly game. And I look over, and this referee's giving it a little bit of dancing, like giving it mm-hmm. a I'm thinking, Phew. anyway, I'm talking to the colonel and the manager of the team from the army team. And, and my mate, Colin Hill, and uh, uh, I think uh, George Berry from the PFA. And there, this, this particular referee comes over, and, he, and he's chatting away. And he says to me, he, he says to me, he says, I said, uh, who's that? So this is the... Uh, the army colonel and this is the manager of the oh yeah great he said he said he said he said do you know what I've got I've got a lot of empathy with you chaps he said he says because me and you are me and you go through the same thing on a daily basis he said well he said well you go out to battle on the field of battle and I go into a Premier League ground <laughs> so well, I go, put that as a comparison so he did so I go so I say to him <laughs> so I say to him what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> So I say, excuse me, Colonel, sorry for my language. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> These lads look down the barrel of guns. You have to put, wave, a, wave a nice little flick of a card here and there. And it's, in, it's not way, even in the same wavelength. But that, that referee fell asleep on the corridor. Pissed. He was he, pissed. Okay. Listen, I'm not blaming him for being pissed, but we've all done that. But he fell asleep on the corridor. The army lads were brilliant enough to take his wallet and his phone and keep them. But then they also put a load of ironing boards on top of him <laughs> when he woke up in the morning the ironing boards collapsed but he had no phone in his wallet but the lad's got his phone and his wallet you know so thinking he's going to contrite the next night wouldn't you think that would happen so I got made of an idiot of myself no he didn't carried on and got exactly the same the following night so you know the, the army lads were magnificent I can ju- I'm, I'm just when you said the army team I've just got escaped a victory in my head yeah, no. <laughs> with fucking Pellion oh no no it's it, the army team they were a brilliant brilliant bunch so I, I've done a, I've, I've coached I coached the army almost once a year so they coached the it's only the army just because it is they get got a link with the PFA so I've come the army, the army team now I think they've won three years in a row. Not I only coach them one day. They've got their own manager. So I, co- I coach them one day before they play this Army versus Navy, Army versus RAF. But at the moment, they've won it three years in a row. So they're a good bunch of lads. Oh, yeah, great right fun. Then. So you have, you have fun. got a job in football. No, not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, because they see my secrets out in Slovakia. So. <laughs> uh, well, cheers, Ian. Yeah, thank Brilliant. you very much. My pleasure. Thanks, Thanks for pleasure. coming Thanks on. No, don't sue me. Thanks for coming on. No, no problem. <laughs> Have you got a love for banana bread by any chance? Why? I was <laughs> reading it from this sheet. Love for banana bread. Who said that? No, no. Listen, we, 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 uh, listen. I'm not. My wife's a good cook. She, she can cook. Well, she's a really good cook. But the banana bread's just something that's been of, of late in, in lockdown. Bizarre. But anyway, I don't know where it's come from. Put the banana bread in the fucking box with Simon Jordan. 
yeah. Chop, well, no, thank you very much. No, no, thanks very much. No problem. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.